Hello and thanks for tuning in. This is part three in my short series on America's biggest issues. Today I will address another major domestic concern, the economy. The economy, despite being neglected and abused for nearly a decade, seems to be on the upswing. There are more jobs, which makes it possible for more people to get back on the road to independence and enjoy the freedom our country was built on. In order to continue improving the economy adequately, though, people need to remove themselves from their governmental dependencies. Our country and everyone in it will benefit more and have better lifestyles and a whole lot more freedom. We need to eliminate the ideology that the government is available to fill our refrigerators and our bank accounts with taxpayer dollars. Now for wounded veterans and truly disabled citizens, there should be some form of assistance. For veterans, actually, I have no problem filling their refrigerators, caring for their families, filling their bank accounts, and a whole lot more, to be honest. But for those who refuse to work, refuse to seek employment, and those that continue to get more and more tax money by having children they cannot support on their own, well, they're seriously draining the government, and it needs to stop. And illegals getting money, well, that's just absurd. What are we doing, really? We're a free country, and by allowing this kind of entitlement and dependency, we're making it harder and harder on ourselves. We have the power to put this to rest. Our politicians will continue catering to people by giving them handouts. It helps them get reelected. Part of the solution is to get them out of office by not reelecting those that continually cater to the entitlement generation. We need to send a message that in America we earn our wages and we contribute to our great nation. Enough with the entitlements and handouts. I want my tax dollars going to national defense or veterans, or anything else that actually strengthens our nation and not drains it. The first thing we need to do, as I've mentioned in other segments, is to take the politics out of everything. Uh, take the politics out of the economy as well. Now, we can't help some of it, but most of it we can take the politics out of. We need to take control and responsibility for it ourselves. If it isn't getting fixed by us, just waiting around for it to happen, and it isn't getting fixed, it's getting worse, then we have to fix it. We have to fix what's broken ourselves. There are plenty of ways to use our elected officials, even if they pander and they lie and they make empty promises. As I mentioned before, it just takes work. And that means real dedication and effort on our part. Protesting might get the message out. But don't just use your voice. That's useless unless you follow it through with deliberate action. Deliberate, non-violent, legal actions. And there are plenty of actions available that aren't violent. Violence is not the answer, and neither is stirring up trouble on social media or on the streets or wherever. Enough of that mess. If your representatives won't reform the broken system, then come up with a solution yourself. Get with other like-minded people and introduce the bill and get the ball rolling. There is not going to be instant gratification, so forget about it. Forget about waking up tomorrow with the problem solved. We as a people have allowed this to get out of control for years, and it's going to take some time to fix. But without any action, there'll never be any change. And if Congress isn't doing their jobs, then we have to do it for them. Stop re-electing deadbeats and put the wheels into motion ourselves. That's the right way. That's the power we have, and is much more powerful than those elected in office today. I know there's so many arguments that it's overwhelming and it's hopeless, but it's not. The media and even government officials will roadblock you and discourage you. Those who discourage you the most are probably the same ones that would rather ride the wave than make the wave. My thoughts, anyway. Moving on, next on my list is taxes. It goes along with the economy, and it was a major reason for our country seeking its original independence. It's not news to anyone that taxes are out of control in our country. They help support our ballooning government and all the politics and waste that goes along with it. Now, President Trump is working hard to recently introduce some tax reforms that I'm anxious to look at. They seem to be a step in the right direction, at least from what I've read. 
have nothing factual on that other than what I've read, and it seems like good news anyway. There's no easy or fast solution to taxes, but anything that can be done to reduce or remove any taxes needs to be pursued. You'll need to look into your local taxation and federal taxation, decide for yourself what needs to be addressed and in what order. Then both the media and the government will have you believe that our tax system is the best. That's not true either. My opinion it is nearing the same degree that inspired our breakaway from England in the first place. Now, there are a lot of people in America that don't pay taxes. Sure, they have taxes removed from their income, or they pay property taxes or whatnot. But the majority of people get those deductions refunded to them, and many homeowners can deduct their homes and so forth and so on. It really isn't until you actually have to pay taxes without getting them refunded to you that you start seeing the real economic impact this has on your family and the economy as a whole overall. It also sheds a lot of light into how massive and inflated the government is. If you have doubts, even if you don't pay taxes, check out the U.S. federal budget. I've looked it through, and it's overwhelming. The allocations are, in some cases, outrageous. Many are wasteful. Again, this is something we need to take control of, not through words, but action. And I will reiterate the importance of offering solutions and not just voicing complaints. Complaints do nothing. Now, as I've mentioned in the last two parts, that there are many domestic concerns, and I've only pointed out a few of them in this series so far. I can't address all of them, but I've addressed what I consider to be some of the most important ones. Instead of focusing on what the politicians are doing, and instead of blindly trusting the media, as a country, we need to address each issue and fix each problem, and we need to finish what we start. We can't afford to just put the wheels in motion and move on to the next issue. Nothing gets done if we try and do everything at once. And it's way too easy to lose sight of your objectives, and if you're not focused, and focus is the key to action, deliberate action. To wrap up the domestic issues I spoke about, let me summarize, and as I will offer solutions as well, not just complaints. You might not agree with my solutions, and that's fine. Disagreements are part of the process, but stopping because of disagreements is exactly why our government is getting nowhere fast and nothing is getting done. Okay, security. The very first issue I started on in part one. My solution is to build the wall and export all the illegals. Unless there's a better way, to keep our citizens safe, I don't have it, and I can't see any other solution at this point. Once our home is safe, we can work on the details and work out integrating some form of mutual acceptable fairness. In my opinion, though, fairness is secondary to safety. Now for the economy. We need to seriously reduce the size of the government. It's gotten way out of control. It's gotten huge. And we need to remove or reform taxes, and we need to eliminate taxpayer-funded welfare programs. Reducing the size of the government means removing wasteful and unproductive departments and personnel. If the departments exist to do anything other than provide for our defense or support international trade or enforce or interpret our laws, then its value needs to be considered and weighed. And unless it serves the people in the way that it is necessary to the freedoms and spirit of our country, then it needs to go. Taxes are way out of control. Federal taxes need to be limited to federal issues of defense and public safety, with state taxes covering consumption and general welfare. In other words, the federal government shouldn't tax us for anything but necessary federal expenses. And I mean necessary. I won't list them all here, but defense is my first choice. State taxes can go for whatever the federal government doesn't cover, like education, roadways, law enforcement, first responders, etc. Each state should have that control, and the people of each state should decide what they want to use their taxes for and what taxes they want to pay. And I don't want my tax dollars paying the salaries for congressional representatives from any state or district but my own. Remove that from the federal budget, 
put it where it belongs, each state and each district. Why should the wealth of a successful region be given to the elected officials of a district in poverty? It removes the motivation of those officials to improve the lives of the people they represent. If they can't do their jobs, then they shouldn't get paid. At least I don't want to pay them anymore. Let these people that keep electing them pay for it. And finally, we need to eliminate the entitlement mentality and eliminate welfare for people that are able to work. It's not a punishment. There's no incentive to pursue self-sufficiency when the government will step in and take money from taxpayers and give it out to someone who chronically doesn't seek or maintain employment. It continues to have children. It needs to stop for the good of everyone. Truthfully, on a side note, I would love to do away with our current tax system altogether and institute a pure consumption tax. But that's a deep issue. There's a lot of considerations. I might do a future segment on it if any of my listeners are interested. Anyway, back on track. If we can get the issues I've discussed so far in this series back under control, will be many steps in the right direction. For greater prosperity for everyone in the country, and in my opinion, will be less divided and less vulnerable to the blabberings of the media and the empty promises of our elected representatives. Well, that's it for this segment. I'm going to continue this series by addressing some international issues. Thank you again for tuning in, and please contact me if you have any suggestions, comments, or feedback. You can also find me on Facebook and Twitter at Real Intel Report. That's one word, Real Intel Report.